Even those who have most attacked our objectives have by their very criticism encouraged the mass of our citizens to think about and understand the issues involved and understanding to approve. Out of that process, we have learned to think as a nation. And out of that process, we have learned to feel ourselves a nation. As never before in our history, each section of America says to every other section, thy people shall be my people. For most of the country, this has been a good year, better in dollars and cents than for many years, and far better in the soundness of its prosperity. Everywhere I went, I found particular optimism about the good effect on business which is expected from the steady spending by farmers of the largest farm income in many years. But we have not yet done all that must be done to make this prosperity stable. The people of the United States were checked in their efforts to prevent future piling up of huge agricultural surpluses and the tumbling prices which inevitably follow them. They were checked in their efforts to secure reasonable minimum wages and maximum hours and the end of child labor. And because they were checked, many groups in many parts of the country still have less purchasing power and a lower standard of living than the nation as a whole can permanently allow. Americans realize these facts. That is why they ask government not to stop governing simply because prosperity has come back a long way. They do not look on government as an interloper in their affairs. On the contrary, they regard it as the most effective form of organized self-help. Sometimes I get bored sitting in Washington hearing certain people talk and talk about all that government ought not to do. People who got all they wanted from government back in the days when the financial institutions and the railroads were being bailed out in 1933, bailed out by the government. It is refreshing to go out through the country and feel the common wisdom that the time to repair the roof is when the sun is shining. They want the financial budget balanced these American people. But they want the human budget balanced as well. They want to set up a national economy which balances itself with as little government subsidy as possible. For they realize that persistent subsidies ultimately bankrupt their government. They are less concerned that every detail be immediately right than they are that the direction be right. They know that just so long as we are traveling on the right road, it does not make much difference if occasionally we hit a thank you, Mom. The overwhelming majority of our citizens who live by agriculture are cl thinking clearly how they want government to help them in connection with the production of crops. They want government help in two ways. First, in the control of surpluses, and second, in the proper use of land. The other day, a reporter told me that he had never been able to understand why the government seeks to curtail crop production 
and at the same time to open up new irrigated areas. He was confusing two totally separate objectives. Crop surplus control relates to the total amount of any major crop grown in the whole nation on all cultivated land, good land or poor land, controlled by the cooperation of the crop growers themselves and with the help of the government. Land use, however, is a policy of providing each farmer with the best quality and type of land that we have or can make available for his part in that total production. Adding good new land for diversified crops is offset by abandoning poor land now uneconomically farmed. The total amount of production largely determines the price of